Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Adventures of a Sailor Girl for the 11th of December. So very excited to be coming to you live from the Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Clubs. Not only one of my favourite clubs in Australia, but one of my favourite clubs in the world. And my goodness, am I happy to be back in yacht clubs. It has been a phenomenal week. I feel like I've been so busy. I've not even had any time to sleep, but that's okay. It means we're back in business and that's really fun. Well, at least down here in the Southern Hemisphere, my apologies to those who are in the North and maybe in, maybe in lockdown. But without further ado, it's about time we got going into our segment. Sailing news in 60 seconds-ish. And I do apologise if there's any sounds of frivolity in the background, given that it is happy hour at the Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Club right now. And I will be sailing here on the weekend. That's the first bit of news. Second bit of news, far more exciting than me being at the Royal Prince Alfred, Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Club. Or is it? I'm so excited that Escoffier is back on land following the sinking, unfortunately, of PRB. Let's have a look at the Vendée Globe news update. J'ai échangé avec des marins et c'est toujours un plaisir de découvrir de découvrir de nouveaux métiers sur l'eau. Ça reste ma passion et j'ai hâte, hâte d'y retourner pour naviguer. Regarde ça comme c'est beau quoi. Le surf à houle. Et nous on fait le sous-marin. Ça fait belle vague là, ouais. Voilà, un peu d'image des vies à bord. Les cirés qui sèchent avec les bottes. Les radars. L'alarme du sommeil avec la pluie, l'ordi, la balette. Vive les mers du Sud C'est ça les mers du Sud Il y a qui c'est qui voit ça <rire> ouais Vous êtes tous là J'ai pas de regrets sur ma course. Euh, je pense pas avoir fait d'erreur technique. Le bateau, il était pour moi à 100% de son potentiel. J'étais troisième, il était à 100% de son potentiel. J'avais fait attention tout le début de course de, de faire de belles vitesses moyennes et de ne pas, de pas trop taper dedans. What are the odds that Chiral, Jeremy Bayou, could actually catch up from here? Does anybody think that could happen? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see if that happens, but I'm more excited to see, as I said, that Escoffier is back on land. I cannot believe what he went through. More so, I can't believe there was a crash in the F1 with Grosjean as well as Escoffier on the same day. I was so stressed. It was a crazy week in sport. I'm really glad it all turned out okay. Thank you for Halos. Thank you for Jean Lecam. What an absolute legend. Meanwhile, my race committee are in the background having a good drink. 
ahead of the VX1 state titles this weekend here at Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Club. Lovely to have you joining me. This week in Sydney, it was all about one race and I was so excited to be covering sailing in person. Let's have a look at what it was. It was... stories on Tuesday. Thank you to Jonathan. I drank way too much coffee as per usual at the Grinders Big Boat Challenge. Phenomenal day on the water. Only four boats, but better than none. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was so lucky. I got to talk to all of the skippers the day before. My first interview back after such a long time was with Mark Squark Bradford. Would you all like to have a little bit of a look? Here we go. This is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl, my first official interview since March. Great to be on the dock with you, Mark Squark, Bradford, ahead of the Solis Big Boat Race. How are you feeling? Yeah, it's good. It's good to be back. I can't really believe this is actually going to happen by the looks of it. So fingers crossed we get there, but it's um, pretty exciting, isn't it? Oh, I'm so excited. And can I say that seeing the cabinetry race start and feeling all of it happening, it's so nice to feel some normalcy around summer after what's been a really tough year. I mean, you guys headed off to Europe. Yeah, look, it's all pretty surreal, to be honest. I mean, um, we didn't think we'd get to this point. And for sure, when COVID started, we were confused about what the operation would be. Uh, the last Hobart was our last Hobart. Here we are with another opportunity, which is fantastic, and Pete's done a great job for it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, your crew here, I think the good thing about COVID is I've seen a few people on board who are your regulars, but you've got a few other people who might be at home because they don't have anything else to do. Yeah, well, it's kind of good and bad. I mean, it, it is bittersweet. We sort of, uh, we've built a really strong crew uh, and the core of that were Kiwis. Uh, like them or not, they're like with this thing that we do. And then uh, they all couldn't make it. So Scotty Beavis was the only one that could make it out of the group. And lucky a few of our old friends were lying around in Australia. So we got to pick up Ryan Godfrey and Slingsby and you know, a couple of battlers like that. Silas. Yeah. Pretty good, actually. I know. It's a real team of battlers. So, I mean, if I didn't cheer for Blackjack already, now I've got an even better reason to. How are you feeling about Hobart? I know we're a long way out from the Rolex Sydney Hobart, but how's the team coming back together? Oh, look, yeah, it's amazing. We sort of obviously haven't sailed at all this year and we picked it up pretty cleanly. I mean, we've had a couple of little issues, but the boat's in such good nick. Liam and Reese did such a good job and Alex of, of preparing this yacht that you know, we don't want for anything really. And um, so, you know, the boat's been kept in good order all year. Uh, had the holiday to Europe, 
which is, I think, good for the boat, <laughs> just to see coordinates horizons. <laughs> and um, look, it, it, it's, this is all just down to Peter Harbour with his you know, passion for the sport and his drive to have a racing boat and use it. And, and that's the biggest thing too. I see so many boats when I go around the world, not this year, obviously, but when I travel the globe or in Australia, you see so many boats not actually racing. This one races, it races hard. It does everything it can. So I'm so happy that we have a Rolex sitting over for you guys and we get to enjoy the action. <laughs> yeah, look, and you know, I, I wear two hats. I'm, you know, work for North Sales and, and I'm, I'm a key player of the marine industry. And I think it's just a fantastic thing for families in the marine industry. Um, get Christmas presents and all those things that you wouldn't think as a byproduct of racing sailing boats but um, it really is and there's hundreds of people now employed over this month that's really going to help you know a tough spot for them. Absolutely I mean just that influx the passion the excitement makes everybody a little bit more positive and I don't think it's just in sailing there are so many people outside of sailing who are really attach themselves to the fact that we're uh, working towards having a, a boxing day which so many people attribute and, and connect with sailing. Yeah, I look and for sure you can't overlook the adversity that's happened this year and, and you know, we've got luxury racing sailing boats for sure. Um, so like you say it's a great opportunity and, and the atmosphere is starting to build um, like nothing else. It'd be great to have the other boats out there, the Scallywag and, and Wild Oats and um, you know I understand the reasons why they couldn't make it. Um, all the teams have got different things going on and different pressures and, and I get that. So um, it's a two boat race and um, we've seen info tracking quite strong. I mean they've had our measurements for three races in a row now so um, we've, got to, we've got to work on that but the boats are extremely close. Yeah and to you know today the Solis Big Boat Challenge I mean you've got a few people on board that have gotten their spots. I mean let's not forget the purpose of this day as well is to, is to raise money for a charity which helps keep you guys safe. Yeah so um, you know we've taken a bit of an initiative ourselves in the Yacht Club normally options some spot, but because of the COVID thing they couldn't, so we're going to make a, our, our guests that we've invited will make a donation, or a small donation to the charity, but we recognise what this is about, and Solvent's charity is very important to us. Excellent. Well, I'm going to let you get out on the water and have a fantastic day out there. Thank you so much for catching up with us, and I hope you have a fantastic day, not only today, but in all the days leading up to the Rolex. Thanks, Dick. Always a pleasure. Brilliant. What does the Grinders Solace Big Boat Challenge mean? The countdown is on for Hobart, and I need you all to keep an eye out on your social media streams. I'm going to be bringing you a promotion by Monday, and I might be giving away something basically from every day on Monday leading into the Rolex Sydney Hobart, one of my favorite races. It is such a great race. But what we're gonna do now is check out my interview with Whisper. So I'm not gonna reveal the results yet. You may have seen the results already for the Rolex Big Boat, well, the Rolex Big Boat race, Rolex Sydney Hobart, Grinders Solar's Big Boat Challenge. Try and say that 20 times fast after six cans of Prosecco. That was me on Tuesday night. So. Let's go to the interview with our next victim, David Griffith, the owner of Whisper. It is a JV62, lots of mods over COVID. Let's have a little bit of a listen because a lot of these interviews are actually pegging us and getting us prepped for Hobart.
Here we go. This is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl on the dock at the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia with me, David Griffith, and behind us, his lovely boat. It is now called Whisper. Should we start off with talking about why you've renamed, renamed your boat from Chinese Whisper to Whisper? Uh, thanks, Nick, and uh, great to see you again after so long. Uh, well, this boat's had three lives. It was originally built as Jetu and was campaigned in uh, the UK and Europe. And when Rupert Henry bought the boat, uh, that owner who called it Jetu uh, wanted to keep the name and Rupert renamed it Chinese Whisper. And he campaigned it exceptionally well and of course winning the Melbourne Osaka race. So by a six day record, I think. But uh, we've now taken the boat to upgrade it to modern uh, technology and put a new keel on designed by Udall Vrolic. So we now draw 4.6 metres and we've got longer bowsprit and lots of other smaller things. So the boat's now in its third life. So we thought, well, it's time now to give it its name under my direction. Uh, we've put our implant on it, so it's now simply Whisper, Yeah, which is great. It is great. And I mean, COVID, a lot of people have felt like they've been halted. I think we've done a lot of work behind the scenes on our technology and I don't think uh, you guys are any different. You've done so much work on the boat. Yes, we've got a whole lot of new sails. We've uh, got, you know, the crew's been working uh, round the clock really and to get ready and John Hildebrand's been helping us and Udall Vrolic's been fantastic. We had it all made in Australia <laughs> up at Tomago with um, Brenton Warburton and T.W. Woods. So they put a lot of, of uh, seriously good engineering into building this keel and the bulb was lightened. So we've taken over 700 kilos out of the boat, which has push, pushed our rating up to from 1.506 to 1.524, if you include carrying this wretched whisker pole, which we are carrying. And that added 0 0.005 to our rating. But uh, we decided for a Hobart race, we think we'll get the advantage out of just getting, when we use it, that extra bit of distance up the track yeah. so we can try and hang on to the bigger boats. And we would love to see that, don't you worry yeah. about it. But the, uh, the Solace Big Boat Challenge, the Grinders Solace Big Boat Challenge, a bit of charity, a bit of fun. Are you looking forward to doing a few laps around the harbour? Well, we are, Nick. It's, it, it is good fun, but we're the, the little girl or boy in the race, whichever way you want to look at it, because... Uh, at 62 feet, the others are 100 feet, feet and um, I think Sean's in there with, uh, what's he, 69, I yeah. think, and then us. And I'm not sure if the Queensland boat's sailing, um, Grant Warrington's boat, but mm. it's uh, not a lot of boats. But we'll be there and the CEO of the CYC, Justine Kirchian, sailing with us tomorrow, oh, which will be great. Wonderful yeah. to have Justine with us. Fantastic. I know that she loves being out on the water and it's great to see her uh, enjoying the sport. I mean, for you, I know you've done a lot of work on the boat, but it must be great to be going racing again. Cabbage tree race over the weekend. Oh, it is. And the boat really felt alive when we, uh, at the cabbage tree race, we think when we're on boat for boat with the others, we're really holding in there, whereas before we were falling behind a bit. So I think the boat's got the legs now to be able to do it's up to the crew. Excellent. That's fantastic. We'll let you go and keep getting ready for tomorrow. Really looking forward to the Grinders Sellers Big Boat Race and great to see you again. Yes. Thanks very much, Nick. And uh, wonderful to be out and on the water. And we're all looking forward to it. The crew's all excited and off we go. Ah, Griff, what a legend.
ended up winning on IRC. More beers in the background. I wish I could flick you around. There's a lot of Christmas cheer, or should I say a Hobart cheer. Remember, guys, there will be a promotion coming very soon. Keep your eyes peeled at Sailor Girl HQ on Instagram or right here on Facebook. You know, on Tuesday, we were actually live on Instagram for once. We usually always go live on Facebook, but we decided it was time to give the Instagram people some love. So off we went live on Instagram. It was really, really fun. And you'll see a few highlights from that a little bit later on. But next, our next interview. So we've spoken to two of the boats so far. We've spoken to Squawk from Blackjack. We've spoken to David Griffith from Whisper. We ended up winning on IRC. Congratulations. And thanks to Sammy Hunt for doing a lot of filming for us on Tuesday. And next up, the Infratrack, guys. My apologies to Tony Muda. On Tuesday night, after a few cans of Prosecco, I decided I was going to teach him how to start. <laughs> so bad. Anyway, here's my interview with Infratrack. This is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl on the dock at Woolwich with Infotrack after a win on not only Lion Honours but IRC in the Cabbage Tree race on the weekend. Nico, how are you doing? Yeah, good. We're a good IRC boat, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think I'd ever see this boat win a race on IRC. What do you reckon? Oh, unbelievable, really. <laughs> it's one for the books. <laughs> I think it surprised everyone, really. Yeah, yeah, it did, but it also shows people that there is the opportunity for that to happen. Tomorrow isn't really about winning. It is actually about charity. The Solace Big Boat Day, I mean, it's very important to us, the Solace Trust, being at sea and feeling safe or knowing that other, uh, your loved ones will be looked after. Yeah, it's an awesome charity mm. and it's something that, yes, we want to raise some money for, but I figure one of the best ways to raise some more money will be to go well. So that's the plan. That is. I mean, if you're auctioning off a spot on a boat that's just won a race, that's always a good thing. Exactly. exactly. Now, leading into the Rolex Sydney Hobart this year, it's been a very different year, especially for you two. I mean, have you just spent a lot of time at home? I've been, I've been at home since February, so that's unusual. First time in about 20, 25 years. Yeah. So that's, yeah, unusual. Yeah, so I guess it's really good that we can see this Rolex Sydney Hobart happening too. Yeah, well, I guess there was a few months ago there where it was looking, you know, I think rumour was it was looking doubtful and mm. it was like, you know, there was, a, it was like a dark cloud over the industry and now that it's gone, it's lifted and everything's happening and people are People are busy, people are working, and, and it's it's great to be part of. I feel like I've come out of the cave today, actually. I'm like, wow, there's an outside world. Look yeah, at this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been amazing coming over here. and uh, I mean, just coming over here, and it's so good that I think both our countries have had such a good job, done such a good job with the COVID mm -hmm. thing that life can get back to kind of somewhat normal, you know, pretty quickly. And uh, we saw that on the weekend with millions of boats out in the harbour. It's fantastic, yeah. It is, and we're also doing it safely, though, because we've done the hard yards, we've done that lockdown. Mm. Mm. But now you get to bust out of that lockdown and do a bit of yacht racing. It must feel good. Yeah, yeah you bet it does. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm going to let you keep getting ready and head out and have a good race and um, all the best tomorrow, but I hope you do raise a lot of money as winners for Solas. Cool. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, You're thanks. very welcome. Thank You're you. Thanks, welcome. Nick. And win. They did. Infotrack. My gosh, they're on a roll. Absolutely phenomenal. Now, last but not least of the boats, Mr. Sean Langman. He's been so very helpful to Adventures of a Sailor Girl this year. So a big shout out to him. And so on Big Boat Day, on Grinders Solace Big Boat Challenge Day, 
we decided to go out on the Noakes work boat to help him out a bit, but it was great to be out in the harbour regardless. So it was a win-win situation. So a big thanks to Sean. He has got his boat back as Money Penny. Let's have a little look. This is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl on the dock at Noakes Shipyard with none other than Sean Langman behind us, the beautiful Money Penny. Back to her original self. Yeah, I'm pretty keen to go back to her original self and just just sail for fun and sail with my mates and a, and a few pros thrown in. Yeah. Oh, is that all? Just a few? Just a few. You count yourself <laughs> oh, as well, a pro? Well, look, the thing is, the thing is, I don't count myself as a pro, mm. and, but the thing is, my I'm really lucky because I do count my pro crew as my mates as well yeah. you know and it's not just because I pay them to be my mate it's I reckon they're my mate as well yeah no that's fantastic I mean really tough year for everyone in terms of those who wanted to go racing now you're back on the skiff you're back out on money penny we've got Solus big boat day tomorrow it's not just about being on the water it's about raising some money for charity as well yeah which is which is really great that we get that opportunity um, to do what we love doing and also raise a bit of dough for charity and uh, yeah Solus big boat I've always called it the testosterone cup you know, that's when it all comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it does a bit, short course, round the harbour, but you guys might have a little bit of manoeuvrability that the big boats don't. Yeah, possibly. The, the start's always fun. You know, mm. you, it's a funny thing, you know, when you're in what used to be called a maxi and now they're just called a toy. Mm. Uh, when you're in something that's nearly 80 feet long against 100-foot boats, you always want to have a go. Um, you know, it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. But, you know, it's, it's great fun. Like the start the other night up to Cabbage Tree, we mix it up with the big boys and, yeah, you know, as I said, the testosterone gets flowing, anything can happen, yeah, it's all good, all yep. good fun. It is all good fun and, and this is an indication that we will get to have a Boxing Day, which I know sailors, we don't really think about Christmas, we think about Hobart Day, so that's fun too. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, it's it's one of those things, Christmas is one more sleep to uh, to the big race, the great race, yeah. So, and yeah, as I say, it's been a... It's been an unusual year and, um, you know, it's always hard to think about having fun when so many people are suffering. Mm. But, uh, you know, for, for us as well to keep going, I think, you know, just getting back out in the water um, and, you know, the, everything we do for the community as well as our own employees, you know, it's just, you just, you've got to make yourself happy. Uh, and uh, sailing certainly makes a few of us happy, so uh, we can do our job better. And on that note, I'm going to leave you, let you get out on the water and uh, we're all looking forward to watching some great racing. Some great racing indeed. So right now, I'm going to go into my recap of the race, which includes the course, everything that happened on the day. And yes, you will continue to hear merriment here at the Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Club. I'm here because I'm racing here this weekend. So I thought it was a great idea to go live from here to talk about everything that's been happening. From the Vendee Globe, as we've already covered, all the way through now, all of the interviews with the skippers from before the Solace Big Boat Race. But as you heard, a lot of the focus was on the Rolex Sydney Hobart, as it often is, as we know this race is a great opportunity to raise money for charity. But the Rolex Sydney Hobart is definitely most yachty's baby, so to speak. So we should just start ripping into the race coverage. Yeah? You happy with that? Okay. Thanks to everybody who's watching, by the way. Thanks for all the shout outs. A big shout out to George from Malta, to David from the UK, to Terence from the UK. Everybody's dialing in. I love it. I know nobody here is watching because they're all having a nice little uh, glass of something, something. <laughs> awesome. Here we go.
So just what will the course look like today? Well, here we are, thanks to Google Maps. I know for those who have been following that we have definitely improved on the laminated sheets of years past, zooming in to where we started, which was over at Noakes Group. A big thanks to them for getting us out on the water today. Over to the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia. We'll see plenty more action from there today for the Grinders Solace Big Boat Challenge. Did get a sneaky coffee back out to the racetrack, starting just off Point Piper. Two exclusion zones on either side of the start line will make those boats nice and tight. Hopefully we get some imagery from on board. They will then blast in this southerly breeze all the way up to Canai Point, round Canai Point to starboard, and then it's time to do the hard yards, beating all the way back up and around Shark Island. Once they're around Shark Island, blasting back down to Canai Point. I do remember in years past seeing a few Code Zeros blow up just off Steel Point, <laughs> mind you. Then they'll be back to Shark Island and one last beat up to Fort Denison where they will finish with the Harbour Bridge in front of them. We'll be bringing you as much of the action as possible given that the weather is so wet and windy out here. Wet and windy was a complete understatement. It was psycho. <laughs> I nearly got run over a few times, made friends with a few of the maritime boats who were laughing at me. It was hilarious. No wonder I drank Prosecco out of a can. Shout out to the Cruising Yacht Club of Australia. I'm drinking Sir James Hardy here at the Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Club. They wouldn't dare serve me Prosecco out of a can. Ridiculous. Anyway, it was great to watch some yacht racing. So on that note, I think that we should get straight into my recap. If you've just joined us, my name is Nick Douglas. I'm live at the Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Club. We've just covered all of the news of the week, including the Vendee Globe. Escoffier is safe on shore after his uh, PRB decided to say goodbye. Far out. I can't even imagine what his family felt or what he felt, but apparently he was fairly calm, which is just a whole nother level of, I guess you've got to have something in the water if you're a solo sailor at sea. All of my best as well to Sam Davies from Initiatives Curve. Uh, she is hoping to resell the race or to restart the race and finish it, even though she's retired, which is just phenomenal. Her amazing boat is raising money for uh, equipment to help kids who have heart defects or heart issues. Given my sister just last week had an operation on her heart, I am incredibly close to this charity and actually I should give her a call about that and see what I can do to help but if you see any posts by Sam Davies online and you share them Initiatives Curve will donate or her sponsors will donate a dollar towards that course so please get on board without further ado let's recap the Grinders Solace Big Boat Challenge fantastic to talk to sailors in person fantastic to see Maxis on the harbour even better to be raising money for the Solus charity. Here we go.
track for those who don't know formerly speedboat a jk 100 custom and blackjack formerly alfa romeo rp 100 sister ship to wild oats it's gone quite east here level up. t doing a great job trying to hang on while i'm going full pelt almost matching them for speed and we're doing 18 knots <laughs> all righty money pennies now taking off and left Chinese Whisper to Winwood. She just joined us. We're watching at the Grinders Solace Big Boat Challenge. We've actually got some yacht racing on Sydney Harbour. I don't know how many people have said to me today, only four boats? What? And I'm like, are you kidding me? After the year we've had, I'll take four boats over nothing. The info track has managed to get themselves to Winwood of Blackjack. And they are going to come straight at us, ladies and gentlemen. Bit wet on board today. <laughs> I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> Tiana's got water dripping off her jacket as well, and it's been dripping onto. Hang on, maybe I should give you a wipe too. What do you reckon? Hi, everybody. Nice to see you. There we go. Ready? How's it feel to be back out covering sailing for reals? It feels so good. It's been way too long. Looks bloody awesome. How's that, guys? All right, coming alongside T. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Infra track, the maxi. Coming into the finish for the Riders Solace Big Boat Challenge. What a day on the harbour. Oh my gosh, I have so many photos. We nearly got drowned a few times. That was fun. Uh, and now we'll try and keep up with them as they come into the finish to take line honours. Oh, I'm not sure if you can hear the grinder from the runner at the back. So good. Nice to see Maxie's back on the harbour. Check this out. There was neck and neck all the way. Blackjack led around the first mark. Infotrack managed to get around them. Then Blackjack got round to lured of them on the second reach. Then Infotrack got back up them up, got back around them up wind. Oh, that's what we like to see, a bit of a tussle. I think somebody yesterday in my interview said, it's called the Testosterone Cup. And it is. Look at that. The Testosterone Cup. This is the Grinders Solace Big Boat Challenge and InfoTrack will take the win. Ben, bloody tastic. Well done. They've just done the triple in the cabbage tree. That is, they did IRC line honours and PHS. Can they take the Sydney Hobart, the Rolex Sydney Hobart this year? We'll keep you posted. Good job. Nice to see you all. My name's Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl. My absolute pleasure to be out here for the Grindest Solace Big Boat Challenge, Sydney Harbour, Maxi Boats, plenty of breeze and raising money for charity. Nothing better than that.
I think the amount of times we've watched that in an outro is about equivalent to how many coffees I had on Grinders Solace Big Boat Challenge Day. That's how many coffees you need to be able to say the name that many times. Grinders Solace Big Boat Challenge Day. But yay, we raised money for charity. It was fantastic. Great day out on the harbour. Phenomenal time. Now, why? Why am I here sitting in front of a Christmas? Wait, it's like Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm at the Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Club. Everybody's out having dinner without me at the function because I was being a perfectionist in editing. But what we're going to do now is have a little look at the boats I'll be sailing this weekend. VX1. Remember that. over 40 in Australia, there's way more worldwide and my dad and I bought one over COVID. So <laughs> the New South Wales state titles start here at the Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Club over the weekend. The 11 metres are racing as well, a whole bunch of people. Um, I'm, I'm quite interested to see how we'll go against the 11 metres. Assy, yeah. And the whole weighs like 60 kilos. It's ridiculous. Anyway, really good fun. Loving it. Awesome to be back at the Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Club. 